Greetings and welcome to another episode of He Cast, the official podcast of He Changed It. My name is Mike Chisholm. I am super excited about the podcast today because we have one of the founders. We keep talking about this uh, this this team of people who are building He Changed It. This uh, small uh, yet feisty team, Joel Day. Um, I am so grateful that you are taking time out of your, your busy day to get out of your comfort zone. You, this is something you do not like doing, <laughs> but you are here and we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, we're, we're, we're going to bring some faces to the, um, gigantic, he changed it machine. And yours is one of the main faces. Thank you very much for taking time to be here. You're welcome. Uh, we met in 2018 working on a project and, uh, it became very evident um, that we would become fast friends because of so many of the things that we are into, music being probably number one. Um, I'm born and raised here in Canada. You're born and raised in Australia. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, um, musical tastes very, very, very much in line. Yeah, very aligned. Yeah. Very aligned. We are typical, um, stereotypical Gen Xers in who we like for music. Yeah, yes. Favorite band, Pearl Jam? Yeah, it changes all the time, but Pearl Jam is always the one that it goes back to. I know, me too. It changes all the time. Yeah. Uh, favorite song at the moment, all time, or all time, or just song at the moment. See, that's this is the conversations that we have. Um, let's go all time, all time. Um, oh god, I always go back to Black by oh, Pearl Jam. Black, yeah. But right now, I'm super into Gang of Youths. Gang of Youths. Yeah. Okay. Um, where are they from? Australia. They're Australian band. Yeah. That's that's one thing that I love is uh, is you will um, give me uh, some very cool musical. Uh, directions uh, for a lot of a lot of bands that I haven't heard of from the Southern Hemisphere. Many of them cover bands or things like. Have you heard the version of this song by this band and things like that? So, what's the name of the band? The youth uh, Gang of Youths. Gang of Youths. Yep. Okay. Um, favorite song? Where 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 should we go from there? What's uh, if someone's going to get into Gang of Youths? Where do they start? Or is there an album that they should jump into? Uh, you know what? I'm trying to think of the actual album name. I think it's just Gang of Youths is the okay. one that I'm listening to a lot. Um, and the now I'm blanking on the song name too. Okay, but Gang of Youths. I'll Use. come back to it. But okay. Gang of Youths. Yeah, and it'll come. like a black co- cover and it's a picture of the band. And that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but this whole COVID thing that's going on. Oh, God damn. I need a rock, I need a rock concert. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's been far too long since I've had a just a, a sweaty experience in a mosh pit. I just need that so badly. <laughs> yeah, there was supposed to be a lot of good bands this year too. So it's really... <laughs> really struggling. Oh. So it might be a couple of years before we're doing it. So. Um, I love, so, so we immediately made this connection about music and you and I can always get into that music, pop culture, things like that. Um, and, and again, it was evident that we would become fast friends. And when Candace and Shannon um, had the brainchild for, he changed it. You were one of the first people who we thought, oh man, we got to talk to Joel about this. And I think it was, I think it's fair to say that in, uh, in my wife's mind, um, the dream guy to kind of finish out, um, the founders of, he changed it was, was, was you. And, and from a technical aspect, from, um, and understanding the ideals of the company, um, and what we want to achieve, what he changed it wants to achieve. Um, you were just that guy. Can I ask you when, when, uh, Candace and then Candace and Shannon approached you and started talking to you. These are these gals who have no experience in tech whatsoever, um, came up to you. What was the first thing you thought when you, when you heard this idea? Uh, oh, the idea I loved. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's super important. The, uh, 
that's not the first thought that went through my head. The what first is the thought, first thought is you've got the wrong person. Really? Yeah. Um, absolutely. And because I don't see myself as uh, I do, I can do a lot of technical stuff, but I don't see myself as as a developer or anything like that. I'm I'm, I'm okay. a designer, uh, at least in my mind. Right. Um, so no, I think I pushed Candace and Shannon at about. <laughs> I, I helped in every way I thought I could at the time by sending them to more professional people, let's say. Right. Um, down those paths and, and sent them around everywhere. Okay. Um, and that was simply because you you thought so little of yourself in that regard. You didn't see yourself being being that guy? Well, not not for what they needed. It wasn't a matter of just specifically what they needed at the time was was a, a, a CTO, really. Okay. Um, someone to come on and actually build the product for them. And, and um, uh, it's certainly not where... Like I'd had experience in that area, but sure. it's certainly not what I classed myself as. So um, it was more about trying to get them someone that I would have thought is a much higher level at, at that than me. Okay, I'm going to stop you right now. So for those who are watching this and you have already downloaded the He Changed It app uh, or you've been on the website uh, or you've seen some of the social impressions that are out there, this is the guy responsible for all of that. And he is saying that like when you say that, that absolutely blows me away because <laughs> I look at the product, even where it's at right now. And I mean, we're at this amazing, uh, uh, amazing time. My wife used the, the, the phrase precipice earlier. And, and, and we are, we're, we're at this amazing time in the company. And I look at what it looks like already. And my God, it looks beautiful. Um, you are certainly selling yourself short, sir. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> word. Um, okay. So, so other than the, let's get the, you know, the, the bashfulness out of the way. Um, they come to you with this idea. What was it about that sparked your creativity that sparked your, uh, your inspiration? Uh, well, I think the, <laughs> it's it's funny we went through such a process because they Candace and Shannon ended up going away and actually um from some of the people I even helped interview and stuff to help them bring on board and 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 it was a a whole big process for, for them uh going and, and trying to get this initially built up um as I said I love the the idea that they had at the time um and super important and it was super personal to me for a lot of other reasons at the time but mm -hmm. Um, it's also one of the reasons that I wanted to go, well, I don't know if I can build this in the way that it needs to be done. So I wanted to make sure they got it to, so that they could get it out and as quickly as possible. Um, so trying to get it out and then funnily enough, six months or so later, uh, came back again and, and I just wanted to touch base and see how it was going. And, and I actually think I messaged you at the time yeah. and just said, Hey, how's it going? I want to see where it's at and what how close we are to getting it out there and, sure. and then i saw what um had had been done and it was uh falling short than uh, i was hoping that it was going to get them out there quicker and it was like i think we came back together at a, a time when we both needed because then at the time for me and with COVID hitting and everything it was yep. like we need to we all kind of need stuff to work on and it was like you know what i've been i've been teaching myself some of these other things as well so i can kind of expand the breadth of, of what I can do a little bit. Um, I think it was just a little bit of kismet on the time that I happened to just feel like reaching out and see how you guys were doing and we touched base again. And so I'm like, well, you know what, if, if that's where you're at, we'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do and we can see what we can put together. And sure. it's kind of been a whirlwind <laughs> a few months since then. It has. And uh, again, it's, it's these, these are moments where I am really trying to take these mental snapshots because we know that we're onto something big here with what everybody is saying to us, the feedback that we're getting. 
Um, it's 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 cool being this small, being in this place right now because it's never going to happen again. Yeah, it's never going to happen again. We're going to get to a place pretty soon where the users are going to kind of explode and the and the, and the team is going to kind of explode. I but I look and where um, I'm so grateful and excited is the fact that um, this core team that's here, you, Candace and Shannon work so well together. And at the end of the day, um, teams start, in my opinion, start with the leadership. And I don't know if you see yourself as 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 the leadership of, of a gigantic ship that is going to go many places around this world. But that's who you are. Do you do you see it like you see how big he changed it could or is going to be? You see that, right? Oh, for sure. OK. Yeah. So how does it when I say when I frame it like that to you and say, hey, you're the founder of how big this thing could be. Um, what is uh, what does that do for you? What do you what do you think uh, about that? I haven't probably connected those dots yet. OK. <laughs> OK. I haven't thought that far ahead. I, uh, yeah. No, when, whenever I think about it, it's more that I can see the actual products and the, yeah. the idea and the platform being massive. So because um, I think there's a massive need for it. Absolutely. And we're going to get into the need in a minute here. Um, let's talk about the platform itself and then we'll, we'll kind of finish with the need. But um, what are some of the features? What are some of the things that like, as you as you are kind of, uh, you know, creating this this masterpiece, this painting? <laughs> what are some of the things? What are some of the colors? What are some of the features? What are some of the things that you are, are, are looking forward to putting into this uh, this app as it grows? Um, I think some of the stuff where. Well, even just touching on, so we're in beta right now, which mm -hmm. has been a really interesting experience already, just getting some of the feedback because there was some things even thinking about things that just randomly ended up within the product okay. um, around recipes and, and workouts um, and that sort of stuff that there was no plan of that to go in originally. Right. Um, it just kind of fell into place. Um, and so we thought, well, we have this functionality why not see how it goes? And, right. and um, I think 95% of responses we got from when we first released the beta was especially on the diet and the recipe side is, is about, this is great that you've got this sort of stuff in here. So, and that's stuff that we didn't even plan. So right now it's really about for, for so much of it, it's about trial and error and where mm -hmm. we're putting, we have our ideas on which way we, we kind of want to go, but mm -hmm. um the whole purpose of having the beta and, and hopefully actually getting out sooner so we can get some more users so we can get some more feedback. So we're actually driving it where people want it to be driven and it's not right. just us throwing stuff in. Right. Um, but on the idea side, uh, there's a lot of ways that we want to go. Like we have obviously all these podcasts and everything in there already, but mm -hmm. we see um, value in potentially having uh, live um, stream type whether it's you hosting would be the idea actually. On, no, on let's not, let's we'll not, talk about that let's later. not even say whether it's somebody else. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. But then, but then also bringing in. in other, other professionals and yes. stuff like that as well, where we can actually have those sorts of live group meetings and stuff like that within the product. Yeah. Um, our group chats and stuff like that is very bare bones right now right. Uh, in the beta. So there's lots of plans about expanding those around and what that looks like. And, right. Um, potentially or hopefully actually allowing people to open up their own groups at some point. Mm -hmm. um, just need to look at like, there's all sorts of issues around moderation and stuff on once you go down those sorts of paths and right. especially the area that we're in and, and talking about. Yeah. Um, Some sensitive stuff for sure. For people. Yeah. Um, and, and how we deal with whether people want to keep um, 
keep themselves anonymous when they're talking about those sorts of things. So whether there's some groups that that have that capability right now, actually everyone is, they you just see their their um, username and not any actual names. But mm -hmm. some people want to be able to put their name on it too and they want to be known and they want to talk to people. So allowing right. the ability to so like give a toggle, people the choice. A toggle between anonymous and, and, and public. Yeah, exactly. Kind of and then yeah. having having groups that maybe some groups are, are just anonymous groups and some groups are just open groups and, and right. all of that sort of stuff. So, but there's a whole lot of potential to expand out in, in all of those sorts of areas. Definitely. Um, just with what we have. So we just take care, we can, or uh, are creating the groups right now, but mm -hmm. um, hopefully those would be user-driven uh, as we, as we grow. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what uh, some of the other big things we've got actually coming in the beta in the next couple of weeks. We're Even in the beta, there's going to be some more features added to the beta here. So if you, if you haven't jumped into the beta yet, go to hechangedit.com and you can sign up for the beta. If you do that, chances are this guy here will see, uh, will see the traffic. We'll see part of, uh, and, and we'll be able to help you if you, need some help getting it going, but uh, iOS and Android, you can jump in there. There's even a group set up for uh, feedback beta. Uh, feedback, yeah, and feedback you'll see beta. me commenting so, and, and thanking people in that one. Absolutely, so um, that's cool that you guys are still wanting to expand the beta itself before we go to the general release, which is sooner than later. Like, boy, oh boy, this happens kind of fast in this tech world. It, yeah, ideally, and and obviously within a beta, it's a little bit. Uh, there's a there's a few extra steps for people to get in, and we want to make it as easy as possible for people to get in and be able to start start interacting and and be able to get um, for us the the content and stuff. Even if if people aren't ready to come and talk necessarily about mm -hmm. things, but they can get in and and um, get some content and um, find some any any information that's helpful to them with whatever they're going through is is super important. So. Um, any steps that we can remove those barriers to, to make it easier for people to get in. So that's the toughest right. part about being in the beta. It's, it's important for us because it's allowing us to learn what people want and what people need, uh, are wanting to see more of, but, right. um, we also want to remove that barrier of having to download extra things to be part of the beta and, and all of that stuff, right. that sort of stuff. So kind of being invite only in that way is, is, uh, we're in that weird stage where we yeah. want to get to the next point, but we also want to make sure we've got what people are looking for and, and uh, there's no little hidden broken parts that we're yeah, making it's, sure we It's the warm-up right now. Yeah. It's the warm-up and the and the real show will begin sooner than later and, and that's going to be um, a lot of fun. I want to go back to something that you you said earlier, uh, which is really interesting, is, is uh, you were surprised by the idea that um, the things that would be most popular out of the gates would be um, recipes and workout ideas. I know when uh, Candy and Shannon were researching, they did about two years of research before um, moving on to the next step of, of trying to create the app. There were a lot of, um, I think what they'd call pain points. I think that's probably a good way of describing it. Seeing the, 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 the silent crisis of, of men's mental health and where they're at um, and the results of that, obviously, you know, there's being some pretty horrific ones when they uh, are fully realized. Some of those pain points, the two of the top or one of the top top ones was body image. And, and that's not something that I think people gravitate towards when it comes to, Hey, what's stressing guys out? Or what are, what are some things that guys are concerned about this, this whole body image thing? I think, I think many times people assume that's more on the female side um, of, of things, but at the end of the day, number one uh, in many of these categories, these pain points was body image. Yeah. I think especially, I think the data showing in teenage boys and stuff too, it's getting actually it's overtaking women in a lot of aspects. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I think about 
myself with that. And, and, and I, I've kind of done a lot of self-analysis as Candace has shown me a lot of this stuff. Do you, do you relate to that? Do you see where that comes from? Do you see where guys are stressed about those sorts of things? Oh, I think for sure. I think everyone has their own little things like that and little hangups. Um, I don't think I'm anywhere near as bad. I don't tend to care quite so much, but right. I, I, uh, but even someone who like me, who's pretty laid back on that front, you still of course have some of those sorts of things. Yeah. I, I've, I've been looking for it a lot more, uh, in people since I've, since I've been taught that fact and, and I, I see it and guys are really, you know, I don't want to say standoffish, but I've seen a lot of behavior where guys are sort of standoffish and they, they see somebody who has lost some weight or has made a change in their life and they're really curious about it. They're like, oh, how, how'd you do that? And um, it, it's funny. You wouldn't have thought that yeah. necessarily. Right? Or I wouldn't have anyway. Um, so it's surprising to see that. I was surprised by it too. Well, I think too, uh, well, especially, I don't know, coming up on 40 now, which is, yep. we won't talk anymore about that one. <laughs> but um. <laughs> coming up on that age it's like it's not necessarily even for me to do with the body image but it's just wanting to make sure that i'm healthy like yes you can actually you hear about it and stuff before but when you actually start to get hip aches and stuff like that it's like oh my god how old am i already and Absolutely. What, what do i need to do to actually make sure that uh i'm not disintegrating in the next few years friends from high school like you're gonna <laughs> see more I'm, I'm i'm 44 now at the, at the time of this broadcast and uh I, you know what, friends from high school having heart attacks and dying. It's like, oh, geez. And I mean, those are the, those are the early, early adopters of death. But, but at the end of the day, I don't want to be one of those early adopters. Yeah. And, and I want to avoid that as much as possible because it, it does not, it doesn't get less as you get older. And, and it's, you're probably starting to hit that age now as well. Yeah. Um, going back to the purpose for he changed it. Um, if, if he changed it could do one thing. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but if he changed it could do one thing could solve one problem what would what would you want that problem to be uh i don't know that's pretty broad i think it's just honestly i think the the biggest thing would just being uh, allowing men specifically obviously to just open up um and let people feel comfortable in the fact that they're not alone. So mm -hmm. anyone going through this sort of stuff um, knows that there's options. Right. Um, that they that there's someone always to talk to, that there is other people, as much as it can feel like you're alone and you're the only one going through this, that mm -hmm. there is things around. Um, there is other people going through this. There's a commonality awareness that uh, awareness that that person is not alone, no matter what it is they're going through. They're not alone. Yeah. And I think it's seen as at least for men, I think it's seen as or at least in the past, it's been seen as a weakness mm -hmm. to have mental health issues. And um, so being able to break those things down where it's because suffering silence and then. Yeah. Yeah. And then things start to break. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that whatever that might look like. Mm -hmm. um, I think you know it's funny you talk about people who are like, you know, functioning with an injury. I think there's a lot of men functioning functioning with mental injury yeah. right now, and many times, just like you said, knowing that they're not alone, that awareness um, is is really key. The idea of getting to a place to realize that that you or someone that you know is not alone. Um, it takes vulnerability to do that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things and one of the challenges that, that I hear Candace talking about a lot 
is, see, I love my position in this company. I love it so much. I get to talk to people. I get to ask questions. I get to kind of do so. You guys are the ones doing the heavy lifting. You guys are the ones doing the really hard work here. And and one of the, the, the struggles that needs to be overcome is finding a way to make men feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable, to open up, to be able to open up. Yeah. And that's one of the, the the challenges that you guys have. What are some of the what are some of the things when I when I bring that up? What are some of the conversations you've had? Some of the features that you might be adding in? Some of the um, the ideas that might be being added to the to the the platform that might help? Uh, I think some of that right now, even in the beta version, is something as simple as uh, as just prompting people to reach out and ask someone how they're doing. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Something as simple as just, hey, just want you to know I'm here if you want to talk about anything. Yeah. Just reaching out. How you, what we use, how you doing. How you doing. How you doing. Um, So just something like that to just touch base with people because we all lose, and especially with COVID and everything and everyone kind of going back into their silos even more. Yeah. um, It's just making sure that you're touching base with people um, almost more often. The how you doing? I it's funny. I think if I think if he changed it was in the place that it's going to be maybe six months or a year from now. The idea of how you doing would probably be a big campaign within the app. I think. <laughs> um, but if for those who don't know what we're talking about, if you check out the uh, some of the he changed it socials, you'll see a really cool graphic um, with a man putting his his hand out, and there's a there's a it's a really cool picture. Men inside of the hand, uh, very artistic, and then it says how you doing underneath it. You created that. Nice work. It looks awesome. And I think that that would probably would be a campaign because at the end of the day, um, we've become this world where we pass each other in the street. Hey, man, how's it going? Good. How are you? And and that's that's it. But when somebody calls me up and, and says, how hey Mike, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. But they actually then take it that step further. And go, no, no, no. How, how you doing? Actually listening. Yeah. Like like they they're genuinely curious as to where I'm at. Maybe they know that I've gone through something extreme or 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 something has happened in my life. Um that they are aware of. Um, and they actually asked me that question. Uh, I love the process of actually kind of self-analyzing how I'm doing. And when I have somebody who is genuinely curious about that, um, it brings up, it brings up things. And that's something that's kind of lost in our society these days. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, for sure. Cause it's, um, like to your point, the listening side of it is the most important part. It's there's, cause we all, you can walk around work and everything. And I, I think there's even studies on just, just looking at leaders within business and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and the difference between going around and just saying, Hey, you going today? Good. Great. And just moving on. Or I don't have time to listen right now. It's like, right. Actually, it's not the asking the question. It's how you react to the answer. Right. Um, it's actually listening to what comes back to you and giving the time um, to actually listen. Right. So there's no point asking how you're doing to someone if you've got two seconds to be there. Exactly. Because you, you're not really asking the question. No, it's almost just a polite version of saying, "Hey," like it's an acknowledgement that we use, um, and 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 that's essentially it. So you know, in the podcast, one of the things we've been talking about is taking back the phrase "man up," and uh, um, and and turning it into something that uh, you know, if we want to man up, it means now we're going to take responsibility for some of the things that. Um, that we're doing, we're actually going to recognize some of these things. Taking back how you doing might be another uh, thing that we're going to do as a result of this of this app. And the funny part about that, to say how you doing to somebody and genuinely be curious of the answer, you're not really being vulnerable doing that. 
No. But you're giving the other person the opportunity to be vulnerable. It's almost like a free pass to vulnerability um, when that person is asked the question because then they're like, they've got to make that decision whether they're going to just candy coat it and say, oh, I'm doing fine. No, 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 I'm, I'm fine. Or if they're actually yeah. going to open up and talk about it a little bit, but at least it's an opportunity to do it. Yeah. And sometimes it'll take more than once. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, do you think that there will be um, automatic features within the app? Like, you know, I wake up in the morning and 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 I and I look at my phone for the first time and there's a there's a message from he changed it saying, hey, how you doing? And, and there'd be something that I could an actionable thing that I could do to answer that question. And is that is that something that's in the roadmap? Yeah, multiple ways through notifications would be one for yep. sure. Um, through things like Actually, with iOS 14 just coming out, there's things like widgets and stuff like that that we have access to now that potentially we can look at things like that as well. What is a widget? Pop. I don't even know what a widget is. So just on your home screen and yeah. stuff, you can set up rather than just seeing your app icon, you can right. actually have like, well, you can see on iOS, for instance, you can see your calendar and you'll see right. what's coming up for that day. Well, we could have a widget that has our just, here's an inspiring quote for the day and I can share it right from there. Cool. Um, so both through there and through Android, we can start to look at that sort of stuff. I hear that word widget all the time. And uh, I've never been one who, um, you know, I, I'm not that guy sometimes to volunteer that I don't know something. But widget is used so often in our society. And I just like, what the fuck is widget? I don't even know what it is. Um, the uh, I love what you're I love um, everything that you guys are, are, are dealing with and talking about here. I wish that I could pull back the curtain even more for people. Um, one of the things, but we've only got uh, a few minutes left, so I want to get into the why we, we talked about getting into the why earlier. Um, you know, you've, you're a guy that showed up in Canada. Um, you were a lifty is the ski, is it the ski rentals? That, rentals. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the ski industry is what brought you here. You love skiing in Australia? No, just, or? Well, it was just traveling with a buddy after, after school, um, after university back home and, or actually, to be honest, I hadn't even quite finished. Sure. Um, but uh, he had just finished and we decided to start traveling and I was going to go back and finish once once we finished traveling. But mm -hmm. then I ended up stay, staying here ever since. So. What does he love about Canada? Oh, I mean, it's a beautiful country. Sure. There's, there's a lot worse places to be. And, Indeed. and I have a beautiful family here. So, um, And and through that process of of, of traveling around and, and, and finding yourself, for lack of a better term, you've lived some life. Mm -hmm. You've gone through some stuff, mm -hmm. got family that's gone through some stuff. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that, um, as, as Candace and Shannon kind of laid out what he changed it is going is, is, is going to do and, and wants to accomplish, uh, what are some of the things that, that hit you personally? Well, it's, I mean, there's a lot, even just me personally, and it's been, well, even just the last few years has been a very stressful few years, but, um, even just within within my own family, there's um, diagnoses of depression um, uh, that are very hard and heavy for for those people involved. And so, being aware that um, and how we can how how we let those family members know that we're here and because um, I mean, clinical depression is even totally different than than right. what what. what a lot of us, like I wouldn't, I'm not clinically depressed, but we all have just really crappy days too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's like a giant spectrum of what everyone goes through on those sorts of fronts. Um, and then uh, I think timing wise, um, my young cousin commit, committed suicide. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, and you hear about this, the three out of four suicides being men. And you think about, I know, uh, Candace, I, we haven't put it up yet, but um, there is a, uh, a very high ranking military official. And I be you, you've probably seen the clip already and we're figuring out how we how that's going to be integrated and we can use it. A high ranking Canadian official uh, in the military um, who is the person that is basically the buck stops at when it comes to PTSD, when it comes to the after effects of war in the soldiers and 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 the buck stops with this gentleman at uh, when it comes to soldiers and um, what happens with them um, and, and how many of them have committed suicide and, and how, how, how horrible of a thing it is. And, and we've got the quote of him saying, and every single one of them have died with a, with a, with a phone in their pocket. Yeah. And, and, and you think about that and you think about this new world that we're living in right now and, and, and people like your cousin and, and, and some of these other folks that are just lost, even lost for a time sometimes can lead to horrible decisions. And, and it, what if there was some sort of a resource to help them? Yeah, and especially when you have no idea. Yes, the unawareness of yeah. what's going on. Yeah, it makes it so much worse. And that's when that commonality that you spoke about earlier is so effective. When when that awareness is there where you're like, oh, God, I'm not alone. Yeah. Sometimes that takes the edge right off what some of those horrible decisions uh, or those horrible options could be. It takes the edge off of them because you're not alone. You're not the only person that's ever gone through this. Yeah. And the th thing about that, which I find really fascinating is you've been through stuff, been through stuff with your family, you know, um, you know, you got a child with some, with some, with some medical challenges, things like that. Right. You've been, you've been through stuff, but you are also the guy who, if somebody across the room is going through something very, very similar, you're the first guy to say, Hey, you know what? I've got this going in my family here and, and kind of talking about that through. And I think a lot of guys are like that. We're willing to kind of, if we've been through something, especially if we're on the other side of it, you know, we're willing to give advice. We're willing to share our experience. We're willing to share our insights. And I think that that's part of what you guys are tapping. And I keep saying you guys, but your team, you and Candace and Shannon, what you're tapping into is that there is this desire in, in men to help when we can help. When we've gone through something, we're really willing to give advice. And isn't that a vulnerability too? Like, For sure. And I, and I think so much of it too is even because stuff like this can happen in your lives and you'll see people post all over Facebook or any other social. And it's like, I'm always here to listen. And, and cause people don't know what else to do. And that's, it's a really great thing, but I see the other side of it where it's very like, why, if you're going through that, it's very difficult to reach out, especially to someone in your family or someone that close can actually be that much harder to reach out to. Right. Um, and especially when you you don't want to worry anyone else and stuff as well. Right. So um, I think that's one of the, the things too, is just knowing that there's, it's really the idea around the platform and making sure that there is that community side of it is, is making sure that people are aware that there's always someone who's going to be on there and listening. Yeah. Um, so if you do just need to come on and that's the important side of whether we have both, you can remain anonymous and you can just come in and talk and just let things and someone will just listen. Right. Because um, sometimes it's important too. You can, it's great to be able to be able to give advice if, if people want it. Mm -hmm. um, it's also really important to sometimes to not rush to do that and just to listen, right. I think. Yes. Um, to give the opportunity for that person just to let it out. Yeah. If they're at that place. Yeah. Um, where they can do that and be be vulnerable in that regard. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and, and this this actually is finding a balance of both. Like, I think that's that's the one of the that might be the lightning in the bottle right yeah. there is that we've got the opportunity for both. Yeah. Um, sometimes um, that vulnerability is the giving the advice. You know, if I'm if I'm giving you advice about a struggle that I've been through, I'm actually being vulnerable by by, by doing that because mm -hmm. I'm bringing up something that was a pain point. Yeah, that was an experience. Right. And maybe that is the gateway to vulnerability for me because I'm in the I'm in the app helping somebody yeah but then something fucking happens and it's like oh shit i'm going through this now yeah but i'm in a place where i'm already vulnerable so maybe i go somewhere else in here and i can actually uh be the one to um to to seek help as yeah. opposed to helping yeah and that's kind of the mentality of, of of the whole thing is that you're able to leave something and take something right yeah yeah that's exactly it it's like I, you know what i've been through something similar and this helped me right. it might not help you but this helped me Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I appreciate how vulnerable you've gotten here uh, in, in, in this, this short time that we've talked and we're going to talk more moving forward for sure. Um, are there any, uh, are there any last, last things that you want to talk about to the audience that we have in this time that we have it uh, during beta? Are there anything, is there anything else that, that, that you see on the horizon that you're excited about that you want to kind of throw out there right now? Oh, there's, there's too many things to list, but um, I think it would be great if everyone can share it out with one, two, three, four, five friends and family and uh, men especially and pass it around. And um, because we, as much feedback as we can get, it's not just us building this, like hopefully it's the entire community helping build this. Um, and so the more people we get in, um, the more we can actually make sure we're getting what everyone uh, wants and needs. Right. And in the right priority like and the yeah. right priority as well. Right. Exactly. You guys have a lot of things that are going to be added to it, but part of the struggle of what you're, uh, where you're at right now is okay. What, in what order do we put this stuff in? Yeah. And okay. Um, yeah. And, 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 uh, it's not, it's not necessarily, you have, it's not necessarily a product or a platform that you need to come and visit every day, but it's just knowing that it's there if you need it. Yeah. So, um, coming in and seeing what you like and what you don't like and giving us that feedback is, is huge. Awesome. Uh, I appreciate you coming here today uh, with the trepidation that you had, thinking that you're not going to be very good at this. Can you imagine we're done one take just like that? You're a pro. <laughs> um, hey, before we uh, finish up, did you see when David Letterman inducted Pearl Jam into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I did, yeah. That's uh, one of my favorite things to watch because uh, Pearl Jam is one of my favorite things. David Letterman is my favorite broadcaster of all time. And that speech was just so good. Yeah. I just, I, I loved that. And, um, uh, Letterman even inserted himself. He said that he first met Pearl Jam when they were in the band Mother Love Bone in 1988. Just little little things like that. Yeah. Love that. I love that uh, I can I can say that to you and I can get that smile on your face and we have that sort of similar thing inside. <laughs> I love that we're building a platform where guys are going to be able to come and share moments like that and things like that with each other um, on the on the um, the entertainment side of what he changed is going to be. I love the idea of guys being able to talk about what they're passionate about, showing what they're passionate yeah. about, you know, whether it be hobbies or cars or collections or some of the things that that make us tick. And we haven't talked about that a lot. Um, I'm really excited that you are the guy who is helming this part of the He Changed It uh, movement that's going to happen, the empire that's being built. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your day to be here, Joel. We appreciate it so much. Um, and that's it. We're going to close it Thanks, off right man. now. I'm still thinking about a, uh, a catchphrase to finish off with. Um, you know, Hey, I'm Mike Chisholm for he changed it. Change it up. I don't know. Is that it? Um, go change something. 
maybe that's it. I don't know. Probably not. But, you know, we'll uh, throw things against the wall and something's going to stick at some point. In the meantime, for uh, He Cast, the official He Changed It podcast, I am Mike Chisholm. Thanks for giving us part of your time. Cheers.